Hey lovely ladies, it's Jen. I'm a mental wellness weight loss coach and I help women who are struggling with emotional eating. It can be a roller coaster ride of cravings and comfort and just drive you absolutely bonkers. So I break down how you break free from emotional eating, binge eating, chronic dieting, and kind of take a new approach, an untraditional approach to the way we look at eating, the way we look at weight loss, and the way that we look at living. So enjoy. Oh, and just so you know what you're getting yourself into, this podcast is going to be a little bit more behind the scenes, kind of a more intimate view of how I really feel about dieting, weight loss, and just overall health, wellness, and happiness. So there's going to be a lot of different topics discussed, not just dieting tactics and do this, not that, um, because I really don't think that gets you where you want to go. So stick around. It's going to be fun. This podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be used as medical treatment or medical diagnosis. Okay, so today we're going to talk about, it's because Halloween is literally right around the corner. If you're listening to this at a non-Halloween time, you can kind of just think of it in any holiday situation. So Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, you know. 4th of July, your birthday, whichever it comes, because there's always going to be another holiday. So that's something that when you're doing something really restrictive with dieting and you're waiting for the perfect time to do it when there's nothing that's going to get in your way, no vacations, no weddings, no, you know, holiday event that's special that you don't want to miss out on. It, you know, it can be, well, I'll wait till after that. I'll do it in between this. And then this comes up and then it like deters you. So really what we have to do is create healthy habits and healthy relationships where we can integrate life with our food choices and our, you know, so that we can live in a space continually that feels comfortable and still helps us reach our goals. So what I want you to do, um, I'm going to be specific for Halloween since that's around the corner. And a lot of times if you're someone that is a binge eater, um, is a overeater, is someone that stresses about food and really thinks about, you know, you might be already thinking like, I'm going to overeat. It's going to be in the house. I don't want it in the house. I don't want my kids to bring it in the house. I don't want my coworkers to put it on a bowl on the counter and offer it to me 5 million times. Like it's very hard to say no over and over and over and over again. So I want you to acknowledge that, that sometimes it seems like, why can't I just say no? Well, often you do. You say no once, twice, three, four, five, six, 50 times a day. And then generally it's that three, four o'clock hour where you're worn down a little bit. Life happens. It's a stressful day. And you think, whatever, one piece. And then, then you feel bad. So you're like, okay, two pieces, three pieces. And then maybe you waited to the end of the night when everybody was in bed and now you're, you know, listening to yourself think, and you kind of don't want to hear what you have to say. And candy sounds really, really tempting and really, really good. And you end up eating more than you wanted to looking at all the rafters, kind of ashamed, kind of annoyed, and just really dejected with yourself and your choices. And I want you to know, like you actually put in effort and no, but the way that you're operating is what's the issue. It's not you. You're not morally, you don't have a moral issue. You don't have, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, but what you can do is start to make subtle shifts and changes and start to understand being aware I do the four A's, be aware of where you are, start to accept where you are, 
neutralize, deactivate um, energy. And then you're gonna, from there, either allow what needs to happen or um, you're gonna create a new change. Like you'll put into place whatever it is that needs to happen. So for today with Halloween candy, um, if you're very, very nervous about it, I mean, for one, if you have to keep it out of the house at this point, if you're in that space, I get it. But really, ultimate goal is for you to start to be able to be in a place where it can be around and you have the ability to do a clean, energetic, no, thank you. I don't want that and not think about it again. Like it's over. It's not like, no, I don't want it. But oh my gosh, if someone offers it to me in two hours, I might need it. And also I might say no, but really all I do is think about the candy. Like that's not saying no. Um or saying yes, being able to be like, yeah, actually, I would really prefer to eat that candy right now, enjoy it, and move on with your life. Not like, oh my gosh, I said yes, and now I ruined my diet. I'm going to be fat forever. Do you know what I mean? So not extending, not making what you whichever choice you make wrong. So decide what you want to do and make that decision right. Um, One thing you're going to want to do is get ahead of these things. And right now, you know, we're two days away, so it's not as easy, but if you start today, you actually have a couple days. And then if you start today still, you'll be ahead of the game for Thanksgiving, ahead of the game for Christmas. Um, But it's nurturing your body through food with nutrient-dense food. That's gonna allow your blood sugars to stay stable. That allows you to feel satisfied, allows you to feel full. It gives you sedity. Um, Eating in a way that makes your body function at its highest level and feel really, really good. So often that looks like, and this is generals, you have to, as an individual, everyone kind of operates on a little bit different um, variances because not one diet is right for all of this. I mean, you got to take into your environment, your specific weight, height, um, your activity levels like there's a lot of things that go into like what is it that you should eat some of us do have intolerances some of us don't so you know knowing what's right for you and making sure you're picking the foods that satisfy you and also don't um create inflammation or create issues within yourself so protein fibers and fats and i do have a podcast on that it's really quick one of the earlier ones i think it's like 15 minutes you can go you know listen to that. It gives you some feedback of just how to incorporate protein. You want to, I, I'm a fan of heavy protein in the morning, kind of getting it in the morning because it helps to regulate my blood sugar and then making sure that it's spaced out throughout the day. Uh, fiber, a lot of women are not getting significant or sufficient fiber and it can take, give yourself like six months to a year to like slowly raise that fiber count because if you bring it in quickly, it can create some bloating and uncomfortability, which makes you think that fiber is not helpful to you, but having that fiber protein is really good. And then the fat, fats actually help to a lot of fat soluble vitamins. You actually need fat. So if you're eating dried salads with no fat or vegetables with no butter, like you're actually able to put on some olive oil, put on some tahini, put on some fat, like it actually helps to assimilate the nutrients better within your body and helps you eat less long-term because you'll feel fuller long-term as well. So the fats are really good. Uh, avocados, nuts, like these types of fats really feed the brain. Um, the fat is tr- like, it's, you need it for hormone production within the body. So fearing fat doesn't help you long-term. 
Um, so really making sure, so it's not like saying like restricting, it's like, what can I eat? Think to yourself, what actually can I bring into my life that what I enjoy that I can eat that helps me versus like, what do I have to take out? It's all, you know, diets are just all about like taking out, taking out, switching that, uh, that narrative. What can I bring in? Can I bring in eggs? Can I, I am a fan of eating dinner with eggs in the morning, like whatever the leftovers were and eating a very large breakfast. It kind of keeps me satisfied and nourished. And I normally do like a smoothie at the end of the day versus in the beginning. Um, currently right now, that's what has been my norm, but you know, and variant, very varied fruits and vegetables and carbs and, uh, legumes, 30 species, 30 different species a week is a great gamified goal to getting in different nutrients, making sure you're hitting different um, nutritional spaces. A lot of times long-term chronic dieters do end up with nutrition deficiencies because they eat the same thing over and over again as a way to control. And you miss out on a lot of things that could be a benefit to you. So knowing that it's not about not eating the Halloween candy, but making sure you're eating enough food that's like really going to be ser- that serves you and makes your body feel satisfied. So you're not already hungry, hangry, grumpy, irritable. You know, if your blood sugar is going up and down, it creates a lot of issues within the body and a lot of mood dysfunction. So it makes it that much harder to make decisions. It makes you more weak in the moment. You're not weak, just in the moment in that space of being, you know, you might feel lightheaded or you might feel um, like I, I need a Coke and a candy bar because I need to get through this next 10, 10 minutes or whatever that the thing should be. So getting ahead of those just biological needs serves you with Halloween candy, surprisingly. So eating will help you with that. And then looking at it as making room for dessert. Sometimes people feel like they just want to edit it out and never have it. I always leave room for dessert. Like don't eat so much that you can't actually eat dessert. Like let it be part of your normal thing. A lot of clients, the first thing they do is start saying schedule in treats. You know, you're going to eat them because you do anyway, but you end up eating so much because you restrict yourself. And then you get to the point where you want it. And then you just like eat the whole, you know, six donuts or the whole, package of cookies versus I had a couple of cookies here, had a couple of cookies there, like add it into your normal routine of when you like it and when would it best serve you? Like when's the best time for you to eat it? Is it easier to eat in the morning? Cause you have more awareness of, you know, what's going on. So you can really enjoy that food versus eating it at night, late at night where you're more tempted to overeat. So I know, um, for me, I, regularly have treats and I only eat them if I love them. So we were at dinner the other night or it was I met my girlfriend for lunch the other day. We went to this restaurant and we've been there before. It has this, they like bring out this like fresh baked bread. And every time you go, there's a different type of butter that they make. And it's divine. And however, we went and the other day I was like, this kind of tastes a little stale. I took a, took a bite and I was like, it's, it wasn't, I don't know if they, it ran out and they were using like yesterday day old bread or what is like, it was not worth eating. And even though I loved it, you know, the last time I went, it wasn't worth eating this time. I didn't eat it. I pushed it aside so that I could eat the meal that I enjoyed. Um, sometimes if you're in a situation where there's nothing that you like, and it's just a matter of if I don't eat, I'll feel shaky. Or if I don't eat, then I could potentially end up in a a situation where I overeat, you know, use your discernment to understand how much you could eat just to keep your body functioning. But um, often this day and age, none of us are underfed. 
I shouldn't say none of us because I know there's different still uh, so some a lot of us are undernourished but not underfed so uh it'll take I think I think the last time I read it was 90 days to actually really put yourself to true starvation so going without food for a day is really you're not going to starve okay I'm not a fan of that starving for specific outcome of weight loss because I think it sets you up for failure but at the same time I know there's we're not on that topic. So stay at Halloween. Sorry, guys. Just going down a detour. Um, so enjoy your food. Like think so pick out the candy that you actually love and like the best. Spend time eating it. So, like, you know, sometimes when you don't want to do something, you'll eat it real fast. So it's like it never happened. Like you try to ignore the fact that you want it and that you're eating it, but then you're not then you eat it and you don't even remember eating it. Like if you're gonna eat it, enjoy it. Sit down. Hey, so I'm going to interrupt myself to tell you a few things that you need to know. Well, first off, I'm so glad you're here. I love that you're here. I appreciate that you're here. And I want you to know that there is a voice recording button in these episodes that you can actually use to ask me questions that you want to know. So anything you're struggling with, anything that uh, you're having issues with, things that you would like more insight on, so emotional eating, binge eating, chronic dieting, and then beyond. So anything I've touched on in any of these podcasts, you you know, is fair game. And don't worry, I won't share your question or your voice unless you you can just let me know in the question if you want to be shared. So don't worry about that. But don't forget to get your freebie in the show notes. And of course, if you want to work with me, um, apply in the show notes as well. And there is a DIY option that's amazing for women that are like ready to go and ready to go now. Uh, and then the next thing is I want to ask you if you are enjoying these episodes and you have found them helpful to leave a five-star review or like by clicking the star or even leaving a review so that this information gets out for more women to hear and more women to um, get some support. Anyway, back to the show. Love you. Bye. Look at the food, smell it, open it slowly. You can eat it with smaller bites instead of, you know, some a lot of them are snack size. So you could put the whole big thing in your mouth or you can chomp, like eat a couple of bites within that snack size. So you feel like you get more out of it and chew. Chewing is actually the first step in, I mean, smelling, looking at your food is going to start to create this saliva in your mouth that helps break down food. So it helps with um, the actual assimilation and like digestion part. So taking that time to do that and put yourself in that parasympathetic state, your body's going to digest that sugar, like sugar better. So taking time to make sure, like be aware that you are eating, awareness of what you're eating, that you really want it, that you really love it. Is it that good? I know clients who thought they loved something and really they just loved the association of it. And after really slowing down and the taking the time to understand that like, this chocolate tastes not as what I remembered it to be. Like, it's not as good as I, like, I'd rather find something else like a donut to eat. You know what I mean? So like, if it's Halloween candy is not your thing and you're just eating it because it is, tis the season, you could still get a treat and go find something that you like better. Maybe you prefer an ice cream cone. You know what I mean? Like allow yourself to have the thing that you actually want that would make you feel the most satisfied without guilt, without shame, without, you know, making yourself feel like you're wrong, bad, or immoral for wanting something that tastes good. We're naturally, you know, wired for pleasure. And um, even back in the day, you know, looking like honey and fruit and like it, there's a draw towards sweet things. And over time, when you change, again, when you're eating for nourishment, 
uh, you'll be surprised the bacteria and then your microbiome shifts over time as well, as quickly as three days, but you know, three months is a better gauge of changing that, uh, the, the microbiome in your body, the ecological system within your stomach and within your body, things start to taste different. So like your craving shift and your taste buds change to what you used to think was sweet or not sweet is now so overly sweet. It's not enjoyable. So let your body have time when you start to like focus on eating for health and wellness and for nutrition and um, also pleasure. Also a hundred percent. I don't eliminate that. That's like my number one is like enjoyment, but know that depending on what you are eating, it does in turn start to shift what you actually want to be eating. So I know I was a Twizzler fan. Like that was like my candy always. And now every once in a blue moon, I barely ever eat them. I'll be like, Oh, I kind of craving one. And then I take a bite and I'm like, I'm not craving one. It's not the Twizzler that I wanted. It was whatever the specific it's tied to my, it's a childhood one versus like the Twizzler one. And it tastes like chemicals to me. Twizzlers taste like a chemical aftertaste that doesn't taste nice. And then you almost eat more of the Twizzler because you want to get rid of that aftertaste of Twizzlers. Like, I don't like them. Like I used to think they were my most favorite candy. So know that take the time to see, do I really like it? And if it is, yes, then keep eating it. And then if it's no, find something else and, you know, put it down and you have to remind yourself, talk to yourself out loud. So your body hears what you think, but it also uh, recognizes what you say out loud. It's kind of like a more affirmative, more um, direct way. So I do that with the, the hair dryer, not the hair dryer, the curling iron. Now I used to always feel like I forgot if I left it on or not. Every time I pull it out of the wall, I'm like, I unplugged the hot, iron or I unplug the curling iron so that I remember that I did. So later on when I'm like, oh my gosh, did I turn it off? I can, I remember that I pulled it out of the wall. So you could do that with the food of being like, I don't like Hershey's chocolate anymore. Like tell yourself that, like remind yourself and it might take some repetitiveness and some, um, you know, practice, but it is something that can be shifted and changed. So don't take away the joy of eating candy or the experience of having Halloween with your friends and family or a party or, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about that. It's allowing yourself to be in the moment and be in those situations where food isn't the star, but it definitely can, um, in, like just amp up the enjoyment factor to whatever you're doing. And is not an issue that it would take away from the enjoyment factor of what you're doing. So hopefully that was helpful for you. I'm actually going to take you through a tapping exercise as well to give you a tangible um tapping is something it's an acupuncture point it actually if you've ever heard of acupuncture it's, sim it's similar to that but instead of using needles you're using your hand um to hit points on your body that uh communicate with points in your brain so that it can change it helps to rewire because it helps to fire off differently within your brain the statement or the information, it kind of cuts that association. So um, you don't even have to know how it works, but it just does. And even they've done things where they've hooked up the brain and, you know, watch the light that where it sets off the sensors and stuff like that based on someone doing, going through a tapping scenario. So just know that it's a very subtle shift and it's something that has to be done over time. So tapping isn't, you do it once. It is just like, you know, I did a a podcast recently with my friend Lindsay and she spoke on breath work and how impactful it is, but only if you're doing it 
long-term and in a certain way. So you can go back and watch that, but tapping is similar. This is a tool in your toolbox that you can use that you want to use often and really fortify and grow resilience in this area. And it helps long-term. So you're just looking for a, it helps uh, the nervous system as well. So you're looking for that shift and you'll feel it. It's, it's very subtle. Sometimes it's a sigh. Sometimes it's a, um, a yawn, a cough. You'll feel your shoulders relax. You might feel your body just kind of ground down a little bit. You might just, it, it's meant, it, it puts you in that parasympathetic mode, which is your rest and digest state. So what you'll want to do, get yourself into a comfortable position. You won't want to do this one while driving, but um, I will put the, there is five um, points that you'll tap through, not five, eight points, sorry, eight points that you'll tap through. I'll put them in the show notes so you can look if you want to pause and go look at that. You can kind of um, do that, but also you just listen and wherever I tell you to put your fingers, that's where you go. And you can't do this wrong. You just, it's more or less relaxing into it. So don't worry about doing it wrong, but I'll state something. And I'm going to say it a second time. The second time I say it, I want you to say it with me. So you'll hear the statement twice. Um, and really what you do want to do is you want to gauge how you're feeling about the situation right now. So you can even amp up your feelings a little bit, um, to help to really like hone in on the brain where you're holding this memory and where it's being stored, but you know, the struggle. So if you're struggling with emotional eating and worry about having Halloween candy in your house, like you're worried about, you just remember last year, or it just brings up angst in, my, in your body, figure out the statement for you that makes you feel really uncomfortable and then gauge it zero to 10. So if you can get it above the five mark, you want to kind of be in that eight to 10, if you can, six is fine too, but find that anxiousness or the overwhelm or the guilt or the shame that you find around the Halloween candy and feel it in your body. And you're not going to feel it for long. So this is the thing. You don't have to worry. We're not going to get stuck here. This is a process to allow you to acknowledge your feelings and then also shift and move from them. So we're going to energetically shift the emotion within your body and show you how powerful you are and how powerful your words are and allows you to then make choices based on what you want versus how you feel, but doesn't take away that your feelings because it allows you to, it allows you to be in the moment to know that your feelings are meant to, they're, they're indicators. It's just like a gas gauge. They're there for you to understand yourself. And then you get to take that information, acknowledge it and move forward in the space that you want to move to. So all right, let's take a minute, um, or not a minute, take a second, just take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your hands or out through your mouth. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Okay, we're going to get started with um, a karate, your karate chop point, which is that fleshy part under your pinky um, on the side of your hand like where you would karate chop a piece of wood. So you'll tap that with your other hand. It doesn't matter which hand you're using, either hand works. And we're gonna repeat the following statement. Even though I struggle with emotional eating and worry about Halloween candy, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I struggle with emotional eating and worry about Halloween candy, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. 
Even though I struggle with emotional eating and worry about Halloween candy, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So now we're going to acknowledge the problem or the issue that we're feeling, okay? You're going to go to your eyebrow point, just like right above the eyebrow towards your frow lines, if you have them. <laughs> um, this worry about Halloween candy and overeating. This worry about Halloween candy and overeating. I'm going to the side of the eye, right where you're they would put a temperature gauge on it. I feel anxious about the abundance of sweets and sugar. I feel anxious about the abundance of sweets and sugar under the eye. I'm concerned about losing control. The cravings are so strong. I'm concerned about losing control the cravings are so strong. Under the nose. Halloween candy can trigger my emotional eating patterns. The candy is so tempting. Halloween can trigger my emotional eating patterns. Halloween candy is so tempting. The chin. Kind of right where you would, like if you had a dimple, that crease, that's where you're going to tap. I'm worried I won't be able to resist the temptation. I'm worried I won't be able to resist the temptation. And now you're going to go to your collarbone on either side. All this stress about managing my eating habits. All this stress about managing my eating habits. Now you're going to go under your arm where your bra strap is. I deeply feel this struggle within myself. I deeply feel this struggle within myself. And you're going to go to the top of the head. I hate that this is such an issue. Top of the head. I hate that this is such an issue. Take a deep breath. You can pause this too if you want to add anything else that you find annoyance or any of the problems that come up around Halloween going through and tapping those points and just creating a statement within yourself. We're going to do another round and we'll start to cultivate self-acceptance and some calmness. Your eyebrow point. Even with these worries, I deeply accept myself. I know that I use choose. I know that I choose food for comfort. Even with these worries, I deeply accept myself. I know that I use food for comfort. Side of the eye. I choose to release this anxiety about Halloween treats. I choose to release this anxiety about Halloween treats. Under the eye. I am in control of my choices and reactions. I am in control of my choices and reactions. Under the nose. Halloween is just Halloween. It's supposed to be fun. Halloween is just Halloween. It's supposed to be fun. On the chin. I am learning to manage my emotions without overeating and binge eating 
I'm learning to manage my emotions without overeating and binge eating. Collarbone. I'm allowed to make mistakes and I'm also stronger than my cravings. Collarbone. I'm allowed to make mistakes and I'm stronger than my cravings. Under the arm. I choose to nurture my body with care and respect. If it feels better to say I'm learning to nurture my body with care and respect, you can do that too. I choose to nurture my body with care and respect. Top of the head. It's going to be okay. I'm figuring it out and I'm getting better at this every day. Top of the head. It's going to be okay. I'm getting better at this every day. I take a deep breath. In through your nose. In and then out through your mouth. I'm going to do another round, kind of reconfirming this positive change. Go back to your eyebrow point. Tap. It shouldn't be painful. Just tap lightly and you can tap. The tempo can be slower if you want or quicker if that feels better. But I release the fear around Halloween and food that I'm feeling. I release the fear around Halloween and food that I'm feeling. Side of the eye. I choose to focus on my well-being and to enjoy the choices that I make. I choose to focus on my well-being and enjoy the choices that I make. Under the eye. I am in control of my choices. I am in control of my choices. Under the nose, I honor my body's true needs. Under the nose, I honor my body's true needs. Chin, I am creating a positive and healthy relationship with food, even if it's Halloween candy. <laughs> I am creating a positive and healthy relationship with food, even if it's Halloween candy. Collarbone, I embrace balance and moderation in all aspects of life. I embrace balance and moderation in all aspects of life. Under the arm. I am at peace with food and festivities. I am at peace with food and festivities. Top of the head. I am in control of my eating habits. I am in control of my eating habits. Okay, so take a deep breath and release any tension or stress that you're feeling. I definitely would drink a glass of water after this. And you can go back to the beginning of the, um, where we started with this tapping and redo this script again, probably up to three times if you need to. Um, but think now, like put your hand on your heart and kind of rate that initial problem that you're feeling like go back to thinking about being anxious around the Halloween candy seeing the Halloween candy sitting in the pillowcase or it's up in your kid's room and see yourself going in and trying to grab it and feel in your body if it feels tight or anxious or spiked stress or if there's any like 
or you feel actually really calm around that visual and you actually are surprisingly, you're seeing it, but not being it. So you can be around it, but you're like, okay, that's hers. If I want one, I'll ask for a piece. Um, and rate that. And you want to get yourself down to a zero if you can. So if you're still, let's say you started at a 10 and now you're down to a six, go back and re-tap through. You can use the same exact script or you can add in your own words. Your own words are going to be the most powerful. So using this as just a template and then allowing yourself to switch words, whatever feels the most true to you and makes the most sense for you. Um, but you can repeat the sequence and then uh, get yourself down to a zero, give your minute to breathe. You can extend it and do some journaling if you have to. And then again, make sure you drink a glass of water because even though we're working with energetics, it affects like your, it affects the, the, the water will help to move the energy that you just shifted out of your body. So you want to, and same with the breathing, take a couple minutes to breathe. That helps to shift, moves the energy out of the body that you just shifted. And I hope that you enjoyed this. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear some feedback. Um, if this was helpful to you, there's so many ways, so many tools that you can take your focus and your awareness of whatever it is that you're struggling in with food, emotional eating, and create a really helpful, balanced, enjoyable, not perfect. I will be the first to say, I, you know, as a health coach, I still overeat. I still have like, um, enjoyed like the, you know, the sandwich that would be deemed, you know, I'm at McDonald's here and there. It is not a normal everyday occurrence, but like when I do it, it's a non-issue where it's not like it's compounding any other issue or making anything bigger than it really is. It's a, I decided I wanted this today and I consciously decided it was a good choice for me and it was the best one possible and I move on. And then it helps me to stay in a, like, a, you know, a window that feels really, really nice. So I have like, I, and then because I am aware of the food choices and stuff, it tends to be sometimes around the holidays, um, you know, what you do, you do more of what you do. So sometimes then if you start to like give yourself leniences where you start, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And then you get to a point and you go, oh, I'm starting to move out of the space of where I want to be. That's going to put myself in a feeling of, um, that doesn't serve me and which I know, and I've decided this is not for me. Like I've already created boundaries for myself, for my higher good or for my future self that I'll pull back to go the other way. So it's not that you failed. It's you just understand your needs and what you need and how to shift and change. So it's very it's so much, it's easy. It really is easier. And it sounds very complicated just because it it's based on you. So you have to know yourself. And once you are in that space, it can take some time to get into that space to understand it. But the more you understand where you are and like can understand it, it just, it becomes second nature. Um, but it can take some time to, it's like math or reading. Like think of how much time you, a kid spends learning all the letters, learning all the syllables and learning all the, how each letter relates to itself and then working on the sight words and then moving to a full alphabet and then, you know, bringing it all together. And all of a sudden you're reading and you start with first grade books and then you can read college thesis, read and write college theses, but it's not what your level at a college level is so much easier because you've, you know, you put in that initial 
time to learn and understand what you are doing so that reading is natural to you. If you see a sign, you naturally read it. You don't have to say to yourself, okay, what letter is that? What letter goes next to it? Sounding, you don't have to sound it out and, you know, you just read it because you are now a reader. So that's kind of the same thing with food. You'll get to a point where it's a non-issue because you, that's just what you do. So, um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to create this for you because I wanted you to have an actual tangible exercise in your back pocket to use the next few days. You can do this every day until Halloween. And then as long as Halloween candy's in your house. So you can use that, you know, use this script and then alter it for yourself if need be and have this for you. And then just know that it is about enjoyment. Like we are here, you know, life is short, enjoy the food. <laughs> and also make sure the food that you're eating is making a body that is resilient and has energy and all that kind of stuff. So we look at, I know for me as a coach, I really think that it's not just food, it's everything. It is your environment, your relationships, your, um, like it's a soul level, an energetic level, an emotional level, spiritual level, all of these things. So, um, I'm glad I could give this to you. And then also I feel like I just started rambling. Sorry about that guys. I'm going to get going, but just if I would love to hear from you too, if you'd like to hear, have more of these, um, or just more tangible ways on how to deal with things. And then the questions specifically for you, because this is a specific question that actually came in. They help me to design or create these podcasts so that they can serve you the best too. Okay. So I love you. Happy Halloween. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.